Welcome to Control-Alt-Revolt, the podcast, episode 44. I'm Nicole. And I am Single White Medusa, here on Medusa Monday. Somebody stop me. <laughs> Did you like that movie? Yeah. I'm trying to think. That was a Jim Carrey. I'm Jim Carrey. James Carrey, as he's known in kid. <laughs> James Carrey. Was that... is known in theater circles, and that would be with Cameron Diaz. So was that... Um, the, the Mask. Mask. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. I did. I was a big Jim Carrey fan. I know. Now I know, I know he's a big old crazy lib, he's, so maybe not so much. <laughs> lib or just crazy. And also, yeah. but I repeat myself. Yeah, like both or and or, it doesn't really yeah. matter. <laughs> you, can, you can be both a lib and crazy, but both mean the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. one or the other would still mean the same thing, which is interesting. I'd <laughs> love to. I'd love that. to meet a crazy homeless person on the street who starts advocating, like, common sense right wing things and I'd be like actually you're not crazy he's like I know I've been trying to tell everybody that <laughs> I just want the constitution to be followed well uh, yeah, yeah that makes a lot of sense you're insane that's what they would say now you're insane you're misinforming people about their rights you're misinforming people about their health you're misinforming people about the election you're misinforming people about guns like in the end everything that is not their talking points will be misinformation and it's amazing how they trot these things out, and then they kind of stick and work. And just, I mean, I don't know. It's insane. I I think that's the words that we say the most on this podcast. It's insane. That's true. And there's some insane insane stuff today. But I don't know. I feel like they are being so heavy-handed with all that stuff that you just said. They are so overdoing it that I actually feel like um, they're messing up. Like for their for their um, for their own good. Because I don't know. Like I. I think people are learning more and more like, wait, who cares if they say it's a conspiracy theory? Because clearly all the conspiracy theories, quote unquote, have been coming true lately. So, uh, yeah, that little label doesn't mean as much as it used to. Yeah, that was the contention of the VDH, Victor Davis Hanson, elder statesman. I love him. um, Article today in which he really cogently outlined everything. Hmm. And then he basically said, here's what I think is going to happen. Tens of millions of us are going to get tired of this and take the country back. Yeah. And because the reality is it's actually only a small minority that's holding us hostage. Mm -hmm. It's just media, tech, and the elite celebrities and elite rich who have the most to gain. that are really destroying all sections of our society without regard to your politics. That's the most hilarious thing is to see the left, like, go out. Like, we can only speak of our sort of... um, LA theater world mm-hmm. that we're in and you know like no one doubled down harder on the left than the theater community yes you know I mean they just thought oh I mean like they said things that I can't repeat here about how they felt about Obama when he got elected you know yeah, just just the, the wonderful love that they had for him and Boy, did they. what's <laughs> funny now is to watch their politics intersecting with their economy and their livelihood, you know, and, yeah. and them having to like paste on this smile, but it's for the greater good. Yes, but you're locked down again and you can't perform and you can't make money. So just go home, watch Netflix, day drink, get fatter, stupider, more suicidal Less and vote Democrat. And, yeah. and, and, and it's funny to watch the black pills and the red pills carve out and just say, you know, uh, they left me. That's the most common one. They left me. Yeah. 
And so, you know, you can't really consider those people Republicans or conservative or, you know, the, the conservatives and the Republicans had their own little kerfuffle this weekend. But it's it's just I wish people could not be political parties and they could just be truth and idea parties. Yes. And I wish just everybody could say, hey, you know, without lying or hyperbole, I'm going to make my case and then you vote on my case. Yep. You know, and 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 instead of like and it was funny because there was a Bongino clip in which he got this chick to admit that black people can actually get driver's licenses and social ID social security cards which of course they can yeah they're human beings just like us know that (laughs) no one's preventing them and i know many black people that shocker have driver's licenses but that flies in the face of the liberal narrative that that black people can't do anything and need white elites to help them Mm -hmm. and so it's funny to watch them sort of self-destruct trying to fight this corner and and just like you know getting getting kind of owned getting peeled away but then watching the bezos and the and the bransons and everybody um get on their giant you know um freud rockets and (laughs) and 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 go and and live their best life and instagram celebrities being paid to you know trash everything and everybody's living a great life while you know the stock market tanked today uh, I might have recovered at the end of the day. I don't know. I didn't pay attention. But uh, big drop. Um, you're paying double the triple for gas. Uh, a sheet of plywood now costs 60 bucks. You know, like, and it's coming. Like, there are actually some fairly disturbing things I'm hearing about um, food supply. Really? And a lot of farmers are being paid not to grow. Yes. And I thought, well, that's that, you know, but actually it's, it's start, they're starting to get some, some information creep where it's starting to get out. And it's, it's, if true, shocking, need to kind of delve into it and figure out what's going on there. But it does seem like they are going to attempt to create a food shortage this winter. So of course, everybody in, in, in this is, you know, we're all good on food. You know what you need to do. At the end of the day, you can get some peanut butter and rice and tuna fish and, I mean, we have a you good know, amount of supplies. Flush it with some greens on the side of the road. <laughs> Do you think we have enough for the amount of time that that could potentially happen? Like with yes, our supplies that yes. we have? Yes, and we do have enough ammunition to go take more. Good. Yeah, because <laughs> we have like a good amount, but it's not like maybe a crazy prepper amount, but we have like a more, yeah. more than average amount, I would say. But we need to run those things down. But um, I did see a document that, you know, again... I think we were doing a lot of conspiracy surfing this weekend, and I did see one that someone seemed to have photocopied from an Agenda 21 kind of thing. Okay, which is legit. It's an actual it's legit, thing. straight legit. Not like yeah. Mark Wahlberg when he came out with Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. <laughs> Felt legit, but in um, hindsight, maybe not legit. So funny, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when Marky Mark was the bad boy? Yeah, sure. It was I mean, an entire good act. vibrations video, yeah, and he's it was all an, like prison ripped. And... Yeah, it was an entire <laughs> act based on his abs. I know. Damn, <laughs> boy! And he would say that, you what know. Yeah. Was that him? I feel like that was Playboy Flav. Well, I could be wrong. he would, it was, it was part <laughs> it was of the, probably both. It was part of the zeitgeist. Same era. <laughs> um, but uh, the document said that the way the plan is going to work here in 2021, and it actually... The document went back to, I think, 2017. It had steps, steps, steps. And so far, it was kind of lining up. There were a few missteps, but it was kind of lining up. Um, 
but it's like that. I think it's Michael Anton article that that said everything that the libs would do if they won, and it was written four months before the election, and they did it all. You know, banning Trump, uh, calling misinformation. It was about three or four things that were just solid, solid calls. Yeah. And it was crazy. But um, this document goes on to say that we're very shortly going to go into riots, which is interesting. And then we're going to go into a food crisis and a debt crash. Mm -hmm. And then I thought the really stunning thing was the document said there will be debt forgiveness. Mm -hmm. And the price of the debt forgiveness is vaccination and surrender of any property. Wow. And and you will get total debt vaccination. You will get total um total debt cancellation, which for a lot of people that's very appealing. That's I huge. mean like there are people with large tax bills, mm-hmm. there are people with large credit card bills, a lot of people with student debt. So I think if you create the food insta- food insecurity crisis and you create instability and then um that causes everything to go through the roof, people are you know people begin to get desperate with their money and things like that. And then you swoop in and say, hey, you know, uh, we're going to do debt cancellation, all these things. One of the provisos is you've got to be vaccinated. And but and and it could be about the vaccination. Again, the vaccination, the doubling down on that vaccination is is how much they believe in it. It just always tells me it's not just a vaccination. But um, the debt forgiveness is interesting because it moves people out of ownership, which is a big Agenda 21 thing. And I do think you'll kind of go into this goods and services lifestyle where it'll it'll seem pretty a whole new world at that moment. I think very much Jasmine on the Aladdin carpet, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I do kind of see like um, I, I see kind of like bazaars and malls uh, where you'll be able to walk around with a gun and sort of furnish your new pod apartment and things like that. That'll be very appealing to people. I don't know. If, I don't. I don't know if we're that close. But then, things move so crazy and close and everything like that. But this document did say um, we'll move into a debt crisis and then debt forgiveness, and then that will be the vaccination. There were some pretty other dire, dark things, but that's kind of the the end game of the entire plan is to move everybody into a vaccinated crisis state and then swoop up their property and then move them into this um, sort of serfdom. Wow. Yeah. That is crazy. It is pretty crazy. There are some very crazy things on the interwebs. Um, so, sorry, that was me. <laughs> um, you sound just like a phone. I know. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I feel like I've tried a little bit of that rental thing before. I've tried fashion rental sure. in the past. There's a little bit of an element where it's like, oh, this is so much fun. Like, I can get new clothes all the time to wear. But, like, at the end of it, <laughs> you do realize, wow, but, like, I don't own anything. Like, and I still have the same wardrobe that now needs to be updated because I haven't been updated yet. That was, like, a couple years ago. And it was fun. But I also learned, like, oh, that's not good for the long haul. So, but I, I, guess I can I would see just the take... appeal, like, the short-term appeal for people. Go ahead. I guess I would just take everybody back to the early days of Netflix. Uh-huh. When you would rent the DVDs. Yeah. And they would come scratched and they would come goo like there'd be goo and snot on them and stuff like that. Like original like net original recipe Netflix DVDs would not make the cut now. That's true. But but like everybody always thinks like, oh, it's going to be great and wonderful and all those things. But you're getting other people's used stuff. And 
and that's you know like what you're not going to get a brand new Louis Vuitton purse every every someone else had it for a couple of months and people are dirty and filthy I know that's the yeah. same thing I've been people thinking. are not kind people like if yeah. we if it was back in the 1950s you know where you know people actually cared about I think their contribution to the culture and their standards and personal hygiene and stuff like that I could see that kind of system working but right now people have like it's not it's not it's weird they don't have like they have something worse than contempt for other people because there are these people that would be like I'm done with it let me ruin it for someone else there's there's something worse than that and it's actually like carelessness it's like what's that word um where they just don't care at all. Just like disdain. Just you know, like like, like like you look in someone's room, and like we watched a great movie this weekend with Nicolas Cage. There's yeah. at the movie theaters. It's called Pig. So good. And it was really good. I highly recommend everybody go see it. It's just nothing in it. No politics. Nothing like that. Um, it's a movie about a chef who has a pig, and the pig gets stolen. And you know, it's it's kind of like a more art house version of John Wick. So don't go expecting gunplay. Expect something different. But same concept. But the man is so depressed in that movie that he lives in a shack in the woods and he doesn't even try to keep the shack nice. Mm-hmm. You know, he just like lays in an unmed bed. I mean, he's in the throes of serious depression. And that's kind of like actually worse than contempt. Because those those are people that can't even wipe or clean anything off or themselves because they're, they're so neglectful of themselves, they neglect everything. So... The rental economy is again. I've I've encountered leftists that I know, and they always have these grand thoughts about how utopian society is going to work, based on no actual reality, or having ever encountered any other kind of human being. You know, like I had one leftist told tell me like, um, you know, in in the society where there's no money, people will want to go down in the sewers and clean the sewer. And I'm like, really? <laughs> I said, the only reason that union guys do that is because the pay is really good and they want a speedboat on the weekends yep. or whatever it is their jam is. They don't like that job. They just go down there to do it because the money is worth it to them. And their 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 exterior life from work is more important. Not everybody is trying to live their dream, and that's the utopian uh, thinking: is that everybody has this dream, and all dreams are to serve society, and blah blah blah. Though that's not the truth. Some people, and you can call this right or wrong, um, who gave you the permission? I would say to that. But some people just work for money, and then they have this other thing that they do that they know doesn't make any money, and they use, or or it's just like a hobby, you know. And they use the money that they make doing something they don't want to do to fulfill that other internal life that's exterior of work. And that's the thing that leftists don't understand. They think the dude wants to go down there and do that. And they don't, you know. I I can tell you this. A lot of doctors don't want to do what doctors do. But the money's really good to look at people's butts. So they go do that. Yeah, exactly. Who gets up in the morning and goes, I'm looking at butts! (laughs) I know. And... And not in the good way, baby. <laughs> Going deep. Kind of related, but remember this weekend... If you can relate that to proctology, I will give no. you 5,000 achievement points. <laughs> it's not exactly related to that, but how... Just this weekend, we were listening to how way back when, um, businessmen or whoever, they did science like in yes. their spare time. Yes, like, yes. Most of cool. most of your... like That we were talking about, Bayes. And, um, and his sort of theorems and things like that. 
but a lot of your like really brilliant theorems and science and stuff like that come from hobbyists and men and women but it was primarily men a lot because women were tasked often with the care of the home and the raising of the children but men had hobbies they did electricity in their spare time you know studying things trying to figure things out it's why our culture has gotten stupider and dumber but when people didn't have tv and constant entertainment even radio they used to spend their time on their passions developing things even just sitting down and coming up with new formulas you know, and and doing science and things like that. But most of your scientists throughout history were not paid to do science. They were hobbyists. Yeah. I mean, kind of like... Leonardo da Vinci got his money. His day job was painting. Yeah. His night job was making up crazy helicopters and weird stuff that he wow. did. He didn't get paid for inventing. Hmm. He got paid for dragging a brush. Interesting. I mean, although some people have to remember, do painting I, as yeah, their hobby. Yeah, but that's, remember, that's Einstein... Einstein is a patent clerk. Wow. For a long time. Wow. Yeah. So this, it's again, that utopian thing of, you know, like everybody will just find their passion. <laughs> it's right there with, that's a conspiracy theory. <laughs> and I think the word of the day on conspiracy theories is, does anybody have any more conspiracy theories? Because we're all out because ours have all come true. So now they're not conspiracy yeah. theories. We need some more. Yeah. In the comments, <laughs> just put the craziest videos that you know. We like deep dives. Loved that Mr. Mercator one on. And I'd like to know more about that guy's story. He's very interesting. We know his name's Jim. Jim. You know, whatever you know about him. Like, let's talk about him. Maybe we can. Maybe he's got other stuff or whatever. But, like, if you got anything, I love that kind of stuff. It's very interesting. And I always kind of learn new stuff um the deep dive we got in the q comments was really interesting and we're kind of dissecting that but your comment on that was my comment on that uh i mean i'm trying to remember what was no i didn't disagree with it i was like this definitely all makes sense theoretically all the stuff could have just happened to happen as well like it could have not been you know part of the q it could have just happened but the point is it did line up with facts it it definitely did so i was like this is definitely a good possibility that's how i always think of things yeah. i'm not usually like this is 100 percent true this is zero is it true. a conspiracy theory that podesta gamed the coup no that's is not it a, a is it a conspiracy theory that they basically that obama and podesta and brennan basically purged the military brass and said like hey you can't be um non- committal on this like the military always has been you you either have your politics with us or we're going to say you're part of the trump coup which they tried to advance this weekend and blah blah blah. but like there certainly is an active effort on the other side that does seem to be a conspiracy so is it a conspiracy that other people have other conspiracies i don't know i think there's some truth to it how do i how with the q and then the the anons and then the q anons which kind of all kind of sum it up but I can tell you that there's some aspects of it are that are true by the response from the left, mm-hmm. the utter freak out from the left, the constant cam- campaigning, and then the disinformation campaign that surfaced out of it basically tells you there's some truth in it that makes them uncomfortable. They only react to things that made them uncomfortable. Trump made them uncomfortable, hence the massive reaction. Yeah. So whenever, whenever, the, whenever, you know, like, um, if you ever want to find out when anybody's got, like, everybody has a God in this life. And it's like when you meet a guy who has a classic car, 
If you want to find out if that that's his God or not, just put your hand on it and lean on it and watch that dude freak out. Mm-hmm. That car is his God. Whenever you get close to someone's God, someone's battleship, you will see the reaction. We And we all have it in life. You know, we all have that thing that we're like, oh, whoa, hey, you're getting a little too close. You know, but so don't think that you're better than anybody. It's just you can tell the left's gods when you, you start poking them. And and that's when and the way that the left reacts is that's a conspiracy theory. Yeah. Until four months later, it's like, oh, it's true. Sorry. It's gotten a little <laughs> bit to the boy who cried wolf. Yeah. Like it, it's lost its power. But now, I feel like I think. I think constant media streaming and attention. I have to focus now to remember things I was thinking about four days ago. Really? I have to like, you know, like we were talking the other day about like, do you remember that case, the, the abduction case we were talking about? You haven't thought about that. Johnny Gosh. Yeah. Yeah. No, I still remember. Cause I still want to read. Up more right. About but it. it's, it's amazing. The constant media cycle can get you out of that. Like last week we were all talking about, the election results that looked pretty like there's really some there there are some issues there and they're going to get into it but lo and behold they managed to change the narrative this weekend what was it this weekend that was like hot and everything like that um i forget it was a big thing but but like they can as soon as you start to focus on something even if it's at their expense, they'll give you a new thing to focus on. Yeah. And so it's just, they just keep, they, they really can cry wolf. Un, they, I think they've unlocked the secret of unlimited wolf crying. Yeah. For, for <laughs> at least like 53 to 50, 60% of the population will buy it. Then you get into the other 40 and 20% is too fatigued. And 10% is like, I'm too smart to actually say anything because people are getting ended over this. And I see it in my own life, in my own career. I just see like, you know, like even right now we're having a cup of coffee and sitting in front of a theater. And I just think, you know, if my politics would have been different because I attended conservatory at this theater, you and I both did. Mm -hmm. And you've actually worked at this theater and things like that. And I just think like how much better my career would have been if I would have had the right politics. And for a long time they said, oh, that's all in your head. Just the left people are all better than everybody at writing and acting and film and TV and sports. And like, you know, in the end, the left are better at everything. That's not the truth. What we've we observe in in colleges is when certain people are better, like Asians and Jews, we're just going to marginalize them and make their SAT scores not count. So it's not really a meritocracy. It's 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 a weighted contest. And I think I think I'll, that's ultimately what they'll find with Dominion, is that, that votes were weighted. Oh yeah. Meaning, um, if you voted Democrat, you got 1.25, and if you voted Republican, you got 0.35. There and that's were... how Joe Biden, the most popular president ever, <laughs> and Kamala. Hey, now what do I do now, guys? There were vote tallies in some yeah, of those swing sure. state areas that had a decimal point yeah. <laughs> number. There's no way to have that with what, actual real votes. What did a mid show up and vote? <laughs> I know. Hi there. I like know. to vote for Joe Biden? Well, clearly you're a half person, sir. I'm a full person. <laughs> we actually vote by height. You're a 3.8, so you're 0.38 of a person. That's racist. Exactly. <laughs> Heightist. Heightist. <laughs> so... I thought another crazy thing today was this Pegasus thing. The Pegasus thing is interesting because, like, Edward Snowden came out, and no no fan of Snowden am I. 
Um, but he said uh, this would be the biggest story of the year. And I, I caught that over the weekend. I'm like, hmm, what's this about? And I dove into it a little bit and looked at it. I'm like, that's very interesting. And then Bongino and a few other pundits blew up on it this morning. But generally, if you look at the vast majority of the media, it's like, nope, non-story. Everything's captured. You're not going to find out about the fact that an, a private intelligence company was feeding data on some of the world's most powerful and influential people. And some of those people, reporters, blah, 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 were being executed by hit squads. I do hope that this story blows up because, and it, it reminded me of one thing. I've always assumed that big tech is listening to everything. Yeah. In yeah. fact, we, it's we not for unusual <laughs> for me to scream out in a conversation. I hope you're hearing this CIA, <laughs> exactly. but you know, F you guys, I'm going to do my best to flip you. You know, like that's like that. I'm not even making that up. No, we, I yeah, say it all the I've time. I've heard it yeah. from you. <laughs> yeah. You know, and people think I'm crazy, but apparently I'm not crazy. Apparently they are doing these things. So I just always assumed that they're all over your phone, in your calendar, in your photos, in your microphone, turning on and off your camera. And everybody's like, that's like a conspiracy theory. And apparently now it's not. Once again. Apparently (laughs) it's not a conspiracy theory. They're actually doing it. And I hope that story blows up. But it, uh, I hope the revolution that comes is the return to sovereign privacy. And the return of the individual to have a life that that isn't held up and slaughtered because you have the wrong politics. And that's we've, we've uh, you know, but enough people need to feel that sting and and they do it on the right. And we've had it for a long time when they don't like the message. They just go right ahead and shoot the messenger. But I think the left is, you know, you're going to start to see some left people and they're going to they're going to have to fight that corner and justify it and say, oh, I have no problem with the CIA, you know, and, and you see like news doing that. Oh, we have no problem that they were looking at, at um, Tucker Carlson's uh, text messages because you know, Tucker's an evil man. Tucker, Tucker's the new Trump. And it's like, OK, well, I think you're about to find that they were all over The New York Times yep. and they were all over CNN. And so it'll be interesting to see what Brian Stetler dresses up in his bedroom. I'm pretty oh, yeah. sure pretty <laughs> sure you're going to see some furry stuff there and uh, and what The New York Times are up to and the stuff that they say, because that's you know, you got to go back and read Frankenstein. And that's that's the problem with Frankenstein. You, you, you don't get to control the monster you create. The monster starts to think for itself, and then it's out of control. But the left is always now. We can control Antifa. We can control it all just as long as we get Archbad, because Archbad's so bad. And then Antifa rolls on you, which they do. Then the intersections collide. Then even though you were opera singers for Obama, you're not working for three years because you've got to support the mask demic the 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 scam demic you you've got to support all this thing and then going to the plant plant the the pandemic uh a lot of them vaccinated people in the hospital wow yeah i think so the percentages we heard today i think this was uk it was like 47 percent of cases were vaccinated so we were like oh okay well a little less than half but then we saw a percentage later in the day, same, UK, 60% of hospitalizations, I believe. Do I have the percentages yeah. right? 60% of hospitalizations were vaccinated. So suddenly it's like, okay, cases aren't such a big deal. It's more like hospitalizations because that's the more serious stuff. Wow. 
like yeah, more just, more vaccinated than unvaccinated. Yeah, wow. you're just seeing that, and the Democrats, they're five now, that ran off from Texas that had it. You're just and I and we said this like you're going to see the vaccinated getting hit harder by COVID, and I think this is the beginning of it. If you think this is like oh, like at first people are like if I can make it through the first three weeks of having the vaccine. Well, people are coming down with symptoms now for three months. And the, and the science that we're following, and yeah, we're following science, is saying that this could go on for years, if not your life, and that it's not a bug, it's a feature. I know, crazy stuff. There is stuff you can do to actually get the vaccine out of your system if you need to. I don't think it's going to hurt everybody, but I definitely think there's some problems with it. And you're seeing it early on when a weaker strain... All strains are generally weaker, and Delta is weaker because it spreads faster, is causing people who are vaccinated to end up in the hospital. Again, because of the politicization of the numbers and the politicization of the disease and things like that, it's hard to get a straight count. But what I think they're doing now, and especially like England went to Freedom Week this week all of the sudden, what they're trying to do now is support the dirty others narrative which is let everybody have fee, uh, freedom and do all your little dirty group activities like hugging your grandparents and all these kinds of things and then we'll paint as the covid hits the vaccinated we'll paint that the dirty others are causing this and you know what folks it's a dark winter remember when joe biden said that it's a dark winter he said it last year dark winter it's coming this will be the dark winter this will be the food shortage this will be the final we're going to if you listen if you if you have debt right now you're in trouble you should pay it off as fast as possible because that's the axe they're going to use on you to get you to take the injection but you know if you if you if you can if you can hold on to what you own and you don't take their debt relief program i think you'll come out on the smart side and I did have one kind of, and, and I know there's some vaccinated people that listen to this. And so I know a lot of you had to get it for work or whatever. So I'm, I'm not making any kind of judgment here. Um, I would have gotten vaccinated because I was in the military and I, I've gotten vaccinated a lot. Um, so there's no judgment there. And, and if you and if you honestly felt the vaccine was a good good idea, I still support that. Because I support freedom and I support that anybody can do whatever they want. It just seems whatever I want to do, you're not allowed to do. Um, but I have to support everybody else's freedom. But sometimes I wonder if you look at sort of this eugenicist utopian streak in the elites who think that there are dwindling resources, who think that um, they do want a stronger humanity, like... I don't think that's the case. I think they're just a bunch of selfish assholes. But let's just say, like, they really are in the, hey, let's make the world a better place. Let's build a brighter tomorrow. Let's have the master race. Nothing Nazi there. <laughs> um, you know, but sometimes you hear their rhetoric, and it is very, like, let's build a master race. You're mm -hmm. like, really? Springtime for Hitler? And, um, well, why wouldn't you put a test to humanity to try to weed people out just like Gideon God had Gideon do with you know the soldiers who were going to go fight the Amalekites and said you know take them down to the stream and look at who drinks how and then weed out all the ones that drink this way because they're not any good and weed the ones that drink and are watchful because those are the ones you want 
you know. And so, what if big tech and the elite, and, you know, Bezos and Gates. Branson and Gates and Elon Musk with their Freudian spaceships, um, what if they said, you know, what we really need is a humanity that doesn't bow down. What we need is a humanity that thinks for itself because those are our tough people. Those are our innovators. Those are the people that are going to colonize other worlds. We need we need smarter people. We need, and I know I'm not insulting you. I know there's smart people that got it. But sometimes people, like when those guys went down to that stream to drink, they weren't thinking about how they were going to drink. It was just something that was hardwired into them. And I know a lot of smart, stupid people, and I know a lot of stupid, smart people. Um, It doesn't matter. It's just there are certain, I think, genetic traits in all of us. And there is sometimes a rugged individualism that is hardwired into people. But I guess if I were playing Civilization Supremo, you know, Civilization 10, where I get to, like, kind of select the kind of humans I want to develop... I guess I'm going to look for the humans that don't take the science experiment untested, untried, without any sort of safety parameters or um, ability to sue the hell out of the people that just ruined your life. You know, people that just reacted to the fear or the pressure and took the science experiment. I don't want those dudes in my army. I'm going to weed them from the stream. I want the people who question authority. I want the people who think for themselves. I want the people that hedge the odds and go with something safer than the untested unknown. That would be my call. And that's the podcast.